0: Jess Kissling, and welcome to a little bonus episode this week. This topic came up and I have an awesome episode for you guys this week for Wednesday for tomorrow. This will come out Tuesday this week so there will be an episode on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. This topic was brought up and I just felt like let's let's just throw in a bonus this week so I might do that here and there I have a guest for the episode on Wednesday, super excited about that, so tune in on tomorrow's episode, but today I really want to talk about going back to old habits or old patterns, old behaviors, self-sabotaging. It's a wild thing, and <laughs> I think we all do it to some extent, whether it's physically, whether it's with relationships, um, there's so many different things. At work, there's there's so many different ways we can self-sabotage or go back to old habits, old patterns, um, destructive behaviors, and just living the way we used to in a time that we weren't as happy. And usually, usually we look at it as self-sabotage. At least I do. A lot of people around me and people that I've, you know, seen on social media or heard about or heard stories stories about, it really just, in my mind, dials down to our self-talk, our belief in ourself, our worth, that we feel we are worth, and honestly, just the belief in ourself. If we don't believe we are capable of living a certain life, I think subconsciously our minds will talk us out of doing the things that achieve that life, right? Maybe they, you know, maybe if you're, say you've been losing weight and, you know, achieving a body that you really, really, really want and that you're working hard towards, and then you completely fall off the rails, the closer you get to hitting that goal, you self sabotage yourself and start eating all the foods you shouldn't be eating. You stop working out and you stop doing all those things that are going to get you the physique and the health that you want. Believe me, I am well versed in this. I will fill you guys in on something that happened last Friday. And yeah, it can be embarrassing to talk about, but. Like I said before, I'm going to be real with you guys, I'm going to tell you what's going on in my life, how I'm feeling, and if you listen to a few episodes back, I started doing um, a new nutritional program, starting to heal some hormones and kind of reverse diet back up to a good calorie base to then start um, cutting and losing weight. It's been really difficult, I'm not going to lie. It's been phenomenal at the same time, but when your mind is trained to, and by trained I mean society, social media, other people, logic and what you think in your mind will work, when you've been trained that weight loss equals little food, it's really hard to start eating more food, even though the quality of the food is better, even though you know that it makes sense to get your metabolism and your hormones and everything back to a good level to where then you can drop calories a little bit to lose weight. But it's really hard mentally to start eating more because in my mind I'm thinking no I can't I can't I can't I'm just going to gain more weight I'm going to be more unhappy. But I decided to just kind of give it all to the trust in people that are smarter than me in in the matter. So I went on this elimination diet. I cut out um, gluten, dairy, processed foods, all the junk. Dairy was probably the hardest one for me just because I don't feel like I have any stomach issues or anything with dairy. But I really enjoy like Greek yogurt, string cheese, that kind of stuff. So that was a little bit harder. But then I started adding stuff back in slowly and I've been doing fine on dairy again. So that's awesome. Eating more... I'm feeling better. Things are going in the right direction. I'm even I've lost weight. I'm feeling better. Everything's going in the right direction, right? And I decided Friday that I was gonna go get some ice cream for my family for movie night we do a family night movie night every Friday. And so I went to the store to get my family their ice cream. And what I didn't expect was, you know, I was just going to get like some Halo Top and have a little bit of that or, you know, something Greek yogurt, whatever it was, I just was going to get me something that was, you know, different than what they were having. What I didn't expect was really feeling, I guess, the craving of sugar again. I'd had a piece of a cookie earlier that day and my mind and my old habits and everything just came right back like with force I'm talking I was like wanting all the food and I'm trying to justify it saying this is a lifestyle I should just be able to eat a little bit here and there so I'll just have this tonight or I'll just do a little bit here and there and in my mind I'm thinking no like you are seeing progress you're feeling better you know it's not going to help you reach where you want to go I knew that. Deep down I knew that. But then there was that voice in my head, that craving, that and I I honestly believe that our food and the sugar in it and the stuff that they put in it, it's an addiction. It's real. I was craving junk. And so I went through the grocery store. I didn't get anything. They didn't have any Halo Top ice cream. So I grabbed stuff for my family and I went to walk out and it was really hard to walk past all the candy and junk. I did. I got checked out. I left. And then I pulled into Maverick. I was like, I'll just go get one thing. So I walked into Maverick. And while I was in there, I was like, what the freak am I doing? Like, why in the hell do I feel like I need sugar? I don't. So I walked out of Maverick empty-handed. And I was in tears, like at this point. And if you... Don't struggle with this. <laughs> you might feel like I'm crazy for being in tears about this, but I was. I was in tears, not because I didn't get junk food, but because I was in a place that I was so like, determined that I pulled into a convenience store, walked in with the intent of getting something sugary when it wasn't going to help me achieve my goals. And then I got really disappointed with how far I'd let myself get physically, how far I had to go still. And I was really struggling. I made it home, no sugar, no nothing. I made some coffee and had that while we watched our movie. I was really proud that I didn't kind of relapse back into old patterns. I really was. It would have been really simple. I've done it a thousand times before. And when I'm telling you relapse, I don't mean like drugs or anything, but to me, in my life, I don't have an alcohol problem. I don't have a drug problem. I have a food problem. Apparently. <laughs> this is becoming really apparent. And what that boils down to is it's a it's a bad habit I need to break. Because it's gotten me to a place where I don't want to be. So yes, I conquered that. That day, that moment, I conquered it. But there's a lot of times in life that I have it. And I right, went right back to those old destructive habits Sitting alone, eating by myself, and then feeling completely like shit. Having the guilt, having the regret, having the disappointment in myself, it doesn't get us anywhere. So what's the whole point of this story? The point of this story is when we go back and relive these patterns, these behaviors, I really believe it is our self-belief. It is the stories we've told ourselves about what we believe, what we deserve, what we feel we are worth. And if we don't feel we are worth this life we're living or this life we're striving to live or to achieve this body we want or to have this relationship that we want or to get the job we want or to be happy even, even just to be happy with ourselves, within ourselves. If we don't believe that we are worth it or that we are capable of it or that we deserve it. And if our self-talk is negative and why did you do this? And you suck and you're not worth it and you're worthless. If we're doing those things to ourselves, when we mess up, we're just feeding that. Instead, we need to give ourselves some grace, pick ourselves up and really examine our self-talk, our self-belief. I love um, Ed Milet talks about the temperature and he talks about the temperature in the room and he said it's like having a thermostat and if you set your thermostat at like 68 degrees that's what you, that's your comfort zone that's what that's that's the highest you can go if that temperature if you're if you, you get above that if you get doing more in life than you think you're worth than that 68 degrees and he explains it way better than I am But if you are doing better, if you reach 72, you think, oh, no, 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 no. Something's not right. I'm used to 68. I'm only, I'm only supposed to go, you know, to up to 68 degrees. You sabotage and you go right back down to 68 degrees. So what we have to do is internally, mentally work past those stories we've told ourselves on why we can't achieve something or why we can't have something or why we feel we're not good enough for something, rewrite the damn story. Rewrite it. You are worth it. We all make mistakes. We all screw up. We all have history. We all have trauma. We all have stories about what we believe we're capable of. Rewrite that shit. Do better. Pick yourself up. It's not impossible. It's really difficult sometimes. And it's really difficult to improve our confidence and our self-worth. But self-sabotaging means you need to rewrite a story. At least for me. That's what I've had to do. And I think the only reason I've been able to make it this far in losing weight and healing hormones and getting my health back on track is because I finally looked myself in the mirror And told myself I was worth it. And that it was possible for me. I wasn't too far gone. It was possible. I was willing to do the work. I was willing to rewrite the story that this is not how I was going to live. That I didn't want my kids to see me like that. That I didn't want people around to not have the greatest version of me. That I deserved the greatest version of me. I'll never hit that because I'm always going to be striving to hit that greatest version of me. But if I'm making behavior based decisions every day, proving to myself that I'm worth it, proving to myself that I'm committed, proving to myself that I can do it, that I'm worth it, the more that temperature will go up, the more that you turn that dial up to 72 and it'll feel normal. And then you can turn it up to 76 and keep working to achieve that instead of constantly sabotaging ourselves and turning it back down to 68 turn it up and then make conscious decisions every day be very cautious of what you're telling yourself be very cautious of how you're talking about yourself to others be very cautious of what you feel you're worth and a lot of the times we don't even know that it's a problem I didn't know it was a problem for me I didn't know that I kept sabotaging my weight loss because I didn't feel good enough. That I wasn't that girl. That I would be miserable again. It was that story I told myself that if I lost weight and was in shape like I was six, seven, eight years ago, that my anxiety would be back, my depression would be back, and I'd be in living hell again. It was a story. We have to rewrite it. I have to, t- I have to prove to myself That that's not the case this time. I'm not the same person. You're not the same person. You can do better. You can achieve more. You can live a great life. If it's a bad habit, if it keeps you from living the way that you want your life to be, work to get rid of it. And the best way I found is to not take away something, but rather replace it with something better. If there is a negative habit... Replace it with something better. Don't just say I'm going to take away that. Just replace it with something. You're just changing habits. You're not taking away. You're not going to deprive yourself. You're going to give yourself something better. We are all capable of amazing lives. We are all worth amazing lives. Building that confidence though and that self-belief is hard. It can be really hard. And it's going to be a constant battle sometimes. But it's not impossible. So keep working. Hopefully you don't have this problem. But I think a lot of us do. I think a lot of us do. Whether we realize it or not. Just know that you're capable of living an amazing life. You're capable of accomplishing incredible things. You just have to believe you can. So. Work every day, just inch by inch by inch. It's like my coach, Sean, says, how do we eat an elephant? And it's one bite at a time. I love that saying because it's so true. We can accomplish way more than we believe. We should have to take one bite at a time, one step at a time, one task at a time, changing one negative habit for a positive one, changing one negative thought for a positive one, but it's possible. So go out there, get gas, have a great one. Thanks guys. At the end.